remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not to a crisp or bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. Ta-da. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. He had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Knudsen, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast, episode 36, my friends. Episode 36, it is the follow-up to episode 35 and the uh, precursor to episode 37. Uh, numerically speaking. Uh, Episode 36, thank you so much for listening. This is uh, My Lunch with Jeff Keith and Adam Hammer. Uh, We went to the California Chicken Cafe. We all got chicken-related entrees. Why did the chicken cross the road? To be eaten by us in episode 36. I think that's where we're going with that one. Uh, We will get to the episode post-haste. If you'll indulge me a little shameless self-promotion, if you guys have a second and an internet connection, go to mattknutson.com. It's M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com. I'm actually going to be hitting the road here pretty soon to support my new album, American, which is available on iTunes. It's on Rooftop Comedy. It's on mattknutson.com. I'm going to be going to San Francisco, San Diego, Seattle, Salt Lake City, and even some places that uh, don't begin with the letter S. All that information and oh so much more is uh, at mattkinnewson.com. And I'm also going to be doing the High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver, Colorado. That's August 21st through the 24th um, with notable comedians uh, T.J. Miller, Kumail Nanjiani, Pete Holmes. It's going to be a, a great festival. So if you are in slash around the Denver area, in late August. Come check it out. It's a High Plains Comedy Festival. Okay, enough about me. Uh, let's talk about Jeff Keith. Uh, Jeff is a phenomenal comedian and uh, a peach of a man. Uh, you have seen him on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He was also on Comedy Central's Live at Gotham, MTV's Disaster Date. Uh, he is hilarious. He's always touring. Actually, I think as I'm recording this, according to my web snooping, he is in Seattle. So uh, find his tour schedule and his comedy at jeffkeith.com. That is G-E-O-F-F-K-E-I-T-H. Jeff. Keith.com. He's also at Jeff Keith on Twitter. So um, look him up. Don't be a stranger. He's a great comedian and fella. And just for the record, Jeff Keith, so as we know, sounds like this. It's so weird. He just leaves me to fucking carry this podcast while he goes and orders. I think he probably thinks I'm not going to be talking and that he's just going to edit it out at this point. But that's not going to happen. For the record, I did leave to order, and um, I was planning on editing it out, but um, I didn't. So you can actually hear Jeff uh, pitch his Twitter. He just sat at the table and read some jokes off Twitter. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, my next and other guest is uh, is Adam Hammer. Adam is another hilarious comedian. You've seen him on Man Up Stand Up. He's been on Comedy Central. He's also a writer slash director slash producer for Official Comedy, which is a, a great web series on YouTube. They do sketches and, uh, and stand-up things. So check it out, official comedy. Uh, you can find tour dates, information, comedy, buy his new CD, Almost Clean. All of that and oh so much more is at adamhammer.com. And Adam Hammer sounds like this. Every day. You could do the, uh, the guy in the turban, you could do a bomb, and then you could do the American flag. Right. Send that, and then the NSA will definitely be, yeah. definitely be on your back. Ah, the joys of emojis. 
It's the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Everyone, you can go to grabbinglunch.com where you can see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes, link to conversation topics. I uh, hyperlink stuff that we end up talking about in the podcast. It's underneath the embedded SoundCloud link at grabbinglunch.com. You can also find uh, the show at Grabbing Lunch on Twitter, facebook.com slash grabbinglunch. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and of course, Subscribe on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, leave a nice review. All right, um, I think I've sufficiently told you enough about what's happening and where you can find the show. Uh, GrabbingLunch.com, MadKnutson.com, JeffKeith.com, AdamHammer.com. So with that, here is our lunch at the California Chicken Cafe. Let's eat. Decent? Yeah, that's great. It's a good spot. I was trying to get that cornerback over there, but there's like a mommy. Uh, uh, yeah, right by the there's, Yeah, oh, there's a mommy pod. Like, the, uh, this my, is our time. That's where my wife goes to this place. Like every Saturday, she goes to the chicken cafe. Next to the chicken cafe. We eat here like three times a week. Yeah. It's in here. You here? Yeah, this is my stuff. It's my first time here, even though I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. three minutes away. You, do you drive here? <laughs> I drove. Well, the thing is, I gotta go like to Studio City from here, so I'm like, yeah. Had it not been for that, I might, I might have walked it, you know, maybe not. This place is great. Hmm. Well, it's getting a chance to work its magic on me, uh, so. I'm auditioning the California Chicken Cafe for yeah <laughs> see for if future business. See if it gets a callback. Yeah, if it gets a callback or it gets on a bail or uh, the very least, they're going to put a pin in the California Chicken Cafe, which means um, it's the next level of not getting a job. Right. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, you're on hold. Whoa. Ah, I'm on hold. So I can't take another job? Yeah, right. And how much does hold pay? Oh, it pays the same as no audition. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it pays the same for actors as the accountant. Just going to make Plus 10%. Right. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. What are, you, what are you coming from? What are you getting into over on this side of town? Uh, I live over here. Oh, do you? Yeah. I'm on uh, Wilshire and Barrington. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Actually, uh, maybe for the podcast, it would be better to give you your exact street address. I'll do that. Because I know you have a. Uh, You're recording uh, now. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the show. What's up, dude? White shades. Yeah, like a fucking champ, dude. What's that? Some college game music, like fifty cents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is also. Oh, GC student activities. May I? Yeah. I'm gonna put them on. Oh, let's see. I just got an audition. I love for it today. What is that? You got an audition for today? Let's see. I'll do this first. <laughs> it would be better to like get the text message like you got the part. I was like, what? I didn't even audition for anything. Yeah, we're high. We like it that much. Yeah, we like it that much. Your work precedes you. Four twenty-five. I could try and do that. Oh, you're fine. How far is it? Oh no. Let's see. I have to be in Studio City at like 4 o'clock anyway, so it's all good. I'm in this uh, short film that's in the uh, Studio City Short Film Festival, and the director and I are getting together, and before the festival screening tonight, we're going to have sushi, and, you know, we're going to talk show business. Yes, we're going to hang out. Do you have a lunch with us and then sushi with the, with the director? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not a big fan of. Well, yeah, I know, right? It had to be sushi with a director. Yeah, I think that like if we just had like a steak, vegan or sushi, even better. That'd this be is for blonde males, 35 to play younger. So dude, I'm not blonde, I'm not 35. This I should probably book. That's really you all the way, dude. Knocking on that door right there. Big time. Hey, uh, who books that? Who <laughs> will be checked yeah, at the audition? Must wear jeans. 
must wear jeans. I'm just wearing this, dude. I don't have any fucking Of course, I always like seeing those breakdown things because, like, for the most part, especially if it's like a like something in the actor's access, they're like, like, 18 to 49. Yeah. Noses a plus. See, like, yeah. It's so <laughs> random <laughs> and ambiguous. It's hilarious. 21 with conflict other cigarette ads? What's this for? You know, it'd be great is if it's for not for cigarette, cigarette ads. It's only going to air. Yeah, they don't want any cigarette ads. <laughs> it's for Pepsi. They don't want any cigarette conflicts. Yeah, I actually just booked a job this morning. Um, it's shooting next week. It's for Benjamin Moore Paint, and it's like this family, and we all live in a bounce house. And uh, so my agent, like, he called me and said, hey, congratulations, they're holding a conflict for paint. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that lucrative paint market, I can't. Just shoot, uh, shoot an email over to Sherwin-Williams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don Edwards, I'm sorry, but we're not going to be able to do that campaign. No. Just it with painting the painting. Yeah, sorry, Bear. You bear? Know. Isn't Bear, it's like B-E-H-R, oh, yeah, yeah. Bear Paints, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, you do a lot of paint. Right. So it's a, you're, you're checking your text now, it's a cigarette thing? I guess, I don't know, dude. Have I you seen that commercial they have now, it's like for uh, anti-tobacco, and the guy's like, I'll have a pack of Newports, he's like, and he gives him money, he's like, I'm gonna need more than that. Oh, and he so rips he his skin off? pulls off one of his teeth, like takes pliers and pulls his teeth out, yeah. and they're like, Smoking will rot your teeth, and you, you know, it's pretty graphic. And it's kind of misleading. Gross. You don't need to get the tooth right away. Right. No. <laughs> True. There you go. It's not for just one pack. Right. I go, can I have 3,000 packs of cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> then you should pull out a tooth. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, to see the reaction of the clerk going, what the fuck are you doing? You just have, you're short. He's like, it was a joke. That's it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Parts, man. It was just six dollars. You got a debit card or something? You just handed me four. Or just like pushes forward to take a penny, give a penny jar. He's like, no, no, I meant. But, oh. <laughs> Can I just leave my tooth in this? Is this cool? He's like, take whatever you want, man. You're nuts. All right, I'm ready to do this. Okay. I got an audition now. Should, uh, let's get some food. And apparently do my hair. What are we gonna, I mean, I think this is one of those, you walk up and order it places. Yeah. Yeah. Is the the we've been recording the whole We're time. We're recording. Oh, we right. got the tooth, we got the audition. Oh, so now people think, should we, should we yeah. say I get a lot of auditions? Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't. Jeff, you're killing it, man. I, this is Adam Hammer's voice. Yeah. What if my commercial agent listens to your podcast? I'm like, oh, I got a fucking, I apparently got to go to this. <laughs> Maybe he will. Well, do we have the same commercial agent? She's like, I love your podcast, man. I see you have my client on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> my ex-client. Right. <laughs> had to drop him. Dude, he was too picky cheesy. Bad attitude. Bad attitude. Commercials. Didn't own a pair of jeans. I'm wearing Capri. That's my own individual style. Who else has these? Yeah, those are cute. It's working. We're well, wearing Capri pants, a green tank top, and a Coca-Cola hat. I'm wearing hat this green tank top. They said own individual style. So who else, I got this from a college too. Right. No one else owns this. That's right. Bring your dog in. <laughs> Just hold the dog, dog in. Yeah. I always think like comedians have a leg up in that stuff because most like actors in, in my mind in the traditional sense they're just like what do you need from me what oh, can yeah. I do what are you looking for and it's like if you're a comic and you're this and you walk in it's just like yeah, I'm, I'm fucking Jeff Key it's such a different do you, quality do you ever Seinfeld tell a story about when they would audition actors for Seinfeld he goes whenever actors came in the room it was like they were so prepared it was like the biggest audition of their life he goes whenever comics came in to audition for a party he goes I felt like we were wasting their time. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they fucking, it was like they ruined their whole day. Right. <laughs> they had to like wake up and come to an audition. Well, that's before 4 p.m. Yeah. I still gotta get out of bed. That was bullshit. No, he had a bunch of like comics on. It was a guy, I'm trying to remember his name. He was Michael uh, Richards. Mike, it was Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the guy who was like, I killed Jerry. I killed. Oh, that guy. Wait, uh, that guy's name. I don't remember. Oh, I like well, used to have the same name. On, on the show, I remember his name. Yeah. What was his name on the show? What was it? It's not Bingman. It's like... Seinfeld. It's Kenny something. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Kenny. No, it was Kenny. What was his last name? Was it Banyan or something? Yes. Kenny Banyan. Kenny, Kenny Banyan. Banyan. I killed Jerry. I killed him. I yeah. great. Yeah. Everyone knows that guy. Just like, so let me, you've never had a bad set in your life. No, it's great. It's yeah. crushed it. Did you see A Million Ways to Die in the West? 
No, I haven't yet. I'm not like a big Bill Maher fan at all, but like the funniest part of the movie to me was like he he does like uh, some scene where he's like doing jokes to like some barn dance or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then like when he brings on like the next like performer, he like as the crowd's clapping, he learns it, he leans in and he goes, shit crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and like I just started losing it because like comics do it all the time, like when you're shaking hands and everyone's clapping, oh, it's yeah. like, don't look at the lady in the front, she's weird, or like oh. horrible crowd. <laughs> that woman at two o'clock won't yeah. shut up. Yeah, do you guys know Henry Phillips? Yeah, yeah, I don't know Henry. He's just so fucking funny because he also, in addition to being like a great comic, he'll he's like funny off stage and like loose and wants to joke around. I saw him at the improv like a couple nights ago. He's like he's like, all right, um, after I after I, I say this part, you say I know I was there, all right. And so you, if you play that part, he's like, yeah, I did the show last night. I, I crushed. It was the best set of my life. I know I was there. Yeah, I mean, the sound was off, and the lighting was bad, and it's just like, Dude, backpedaling I, off, but I killed it. That's the, there's, I almost say guy's name, obviously, he's a nice guy, but he was at the parlor, Yeah. I showed up to the parlor, Jay Davis' show, and this guy is just, like, eating it. I remember when I walked in, like, people were like, oh, so-and-so's, like, having a tough set there. Yeah. That could, be a t- that could be a tough room. That's, there's something, like, yeah. very pink taco about that thing, yeah. too, yeah. But, uh, so he's just eating shit, and then, like, you know, it was whatever. And then he comes off stage, and then like I was like kind of like walking in, and then he was just like, "Oh, hey, Jeff," and he goes, "Oh, pretty rough crowd in there." Like he he like opened with that to me. He said hi, and if like if that guy's bombing, like I don't go like, "Oh yeah, I saw it." Like I just always go like, "Oh, I just got here," you know, like whatever. So I just go, "Oh, I just showed up." I go, "It was kind of like a rough crowd," and like there was like a twinkle in his eye when he realized I didn't see it. And he goes. I mean, they're pretty good. Like, well, you know, they were good. They're fun. And I'm just like, what? Well, and I so badly want to go. No, dude, I was lying. I was here. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I reinvented comedy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had it all. I, uh, it was like a cartoon twinkle in his eye. Like I saw him like just fucking face just, just change to like it, he didn't oh, see it. Yeah. It <laughs> I did shows in the eyes. <laughs> it really does. Uh, you watch someone like on a late night set, and you can always tell when like. As they're like, hey, and they like reintroduce them or something. It's the only place I look is in their eyes. It's like, how did it really go? You can you can tell even yeah. if they're like waving and like, hey, hey. Yeah. it all reads, you know. And the tears oh. coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they're all pink and small. Thanks for having me, <laughs> Conan. You're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna see how cyanide tastes. Oh yeah, it's got that capsule in your pocket, yeah. just in case. Should we? Should we? I think somebody should hang out at the table. All right. Um, I'm not so You're not gonna eat anything. I, I have no time. I mean, I have time, but I'm not gonna... you're not gonna eat. I ate a little before you. I'm on a diet right now. I'm staying. I'm trying to shoot. That's great about this place. For underwear models. Do chicken. I don't like how this place is a certain amount of fatty lettuce. Uh, sure, <laughs> sure. Well, well, then I'll eat for Jeff. Eat for Jeff. What's here? Should I eat? I'll eat. Yeah, yeah, Get whatever you want, man. And also, you can have like drinks and stuff and get yourself a tea. It matters not. Are you really on a diet or is that just a joke? No, no, I'm really, I'm trying to shoot this thing. I got it. Jeff goes in and out of diets. I go in and out. Like crazy. Are you trying to get like ripped abs or like that V ab, the one that points at your hey, dick? Matt said trying. <laughs> trying. Oh, whatever. Jeff's already. Yes. Oh, I, I I'm just trying to make it more uh, defined. Sure. <laughs> my fitness goal is to have my chest stick out farther than my stomach. If I can like put on a shirt and there's nothing poking out underneath, I feel I'm in pretty good shape. And yeah, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> Because you're married and you're you have a father and you know yeah I'm married with a kid so right you're not gonna go troll in the yeah, bar at the end of the road nope okay. yeah I don't even want I don't want girls to look at me or talk to me I don't even want to feel comfortable in my own skin <laughs> what is the so wait so you guys want me to go up in order or what do we do no I'll go up in order because oh. uh, uh, you know I got the credit card but I think somebody. If you want to give the order, I took somebody's credit card. I took somebody's credit card. The number is 4003920. Just so that we can like stake out the table. Oh, now the podcast is going to hear my weird chick order. Yeah, that's right. Caesar salad with chicken, no croutons. That's not chick. I'm just going to get something like that too. Hold Hold the croutons. I'm actually going to get that exact same thing with the the croutons because I'm not not on the diet. Yeah. If you want my croutons, just tell them mine the same as yours and I'll give you my croutons. <laughs> give me Jeff's croutons. <laughs> Who's Jeff? It doesn't matter. Just, uh, just give me extra. 
You're on the, the college tour diet. You gotta keep it all. I saw a video of you, I forget where you sent it from, but it was like you behind the wheel, and you're like, here I am, I'm in this. Oh, the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of nowhere. That was cool. Was that a college thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. Yeah. Showing how boring it is. There's that. Yeah. It's one of those things where you go and you do the show and you're like, people think about the the eight to nine PM part of the the college experience and then there's the nine PM to eight yeah. other part the 23 hours where you're no I, that's the video is that the video where I, when I would I'd show part of the show and I would put up the little flip cam behind me yeah and then so like and then I would like splice in like last throughout the show yeah like I'd do like the, like two minutes of like them just cracking up and everything but like I wouldn't ever burn any material like you couldn't really understand me anyways but like if I did some like off the cuff stuff right. I would like leave that stuff in right that was right. kind of smart of me sure <laughs> protected yeah yeah protected. very protected right. and then, like, it just looks like I'm just crushing that stuff <laughs> I was just like that was smart of me there was no <laughs> I remember that with all humility old that was me. genius old right. me had some good ideas yeah yeah <laughs> that's before I gave up yeah. <laughs> yeah. but then when that didn't get a million hits I was like well well YouTube's rigged against you yeah sure well now they have that new analytics where you have to watch like a minute or you know two minutes for it to even register oh, as a really? you can't just click what on what if the video is like 58 seconds it still has to be watched for a minute, which is the weirdest part. Oh my no, god. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm you have kidding. to add to the video. I mean, right? <laughs> you have to add two seconds. You have to add your work. video comments and make it right. Make the end card like three minutes. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Make sure you yeah. click subscribe, hit that like button, leave me a comment. Mm-hmm. Just, make, just drag that on for three minutes and then Honestly, when I see those end cards and I, the, that stuff that you directed, which is great, when I see those like click after the video things, it's like magic. You know, I don't know how to do that level of production where you can hyperlink. Oh yeah. I remember when I learned how to do the like the pop up thing, like hey, yeah. click subscribe. That's I was the most like, I can do. Oh, I've got this. <laughs> yeah. I went through the YouTube Creator Academy, uh, and they we, like did tutorials and stuff. But the level of stuff you're doing is. Yeah, like, I'm on an upper tier YouTube shit. God, YouTube is dying. Is that where at the end of the video there's like little videos playing in boxes? Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, whoa, I yeah. saw that. I was like, is this part of the original video that they made? Yeah. 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 How is this possible? I'm impressed. Magic. It makes me want to click on because if it's something I like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it another click. Yeah, it's how you get those views up. Just keep people going down your rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And there's millionaires, YouTube millionaires. Oh, Flula. Remember from the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did this thing, it was like the um, historic, what was the name of the series? Uh, Next Week in History. Next Week in History, Jesse Joyce's thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did one about Amsterdam with Flula. I read Flula is like the, in, uh, what's that, acapella music movie by Adam Devine. Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rebel Wilson, yeah, they're singing. He's in that. Let me ask Google. Yeah. It's like, not raise your voice. I think that's Queen Latifah. Raise your voice. I think that's a Hillary Duff movie. (laughs) Seriously, and I really liked it. Yeah. I was a big Hillary Duff fan for a while. I remember that. I get it. What is that movie? Uh, singing movie? The Kenny Banya? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. I killed Jerry. I killed Pitch Perfect. Flula's in Pitch Perfect too. There's, they're making a second one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well there's a little thing called popular demand. Like we need more. What's Flula? a guy. Uh, he does like DJ stuff. He's big on YouTube. He's a comedian. And he was the only one that had the authentic foreign accents in yeah. the video. It was like me, uh, Patrick Keane, uh, Shane Moss, and Flula. And we were like pitching Amsterdam. And just like, gentlemen, this would be the greatest city in the world. And they're like, and we should have hookers and weed. And I was just yeah. trying to be the guy who was like, no, no, this would be art and culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a new cosmopolitan city, but it's all about like hookers and and Flula pitched wooden shoes. We will be known for wooden shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. And it was uh, shit on Flula for the wooden shoes. It was a Vandersloot. Vandersloot, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. We took a shit on Vandersloot. 
You kill a couple of college girls and suddenly you get a bad name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Caesar chicken salad with no croots. Yeah. And I'm going to say no croots, too. Say croots. Really abbreviated. Okay. Like, oh, a, like a high school chick. That's not mine. Uh, Tell me, you heard it's totes really good. <laughs> I want, it's totes boss. I asked a girl, uh, she says, like, goat. She's a good friend now, I feel like. But she says goat a lot. I'm like, let's go. Why do you call everyone goat? She's like, it's kind of like a, like a story. And then she goes, I used to say totes and the goats a lot. And I was like, all right. I shouldn't have asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> And it kind of evolved into saying, I'm like, you should just said I call people goat. And then I would have been like, all right. That's and now cool. I, I, just, I like you a little bit less. I still like you. You're a really good person. I like you, but TMI. Yeah. TMI. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. My brother dated a girl once, I remember that. Like, I remember my brother would go, I go, yeah, he goes, so like, he's like, I like this girl, but she abbreviates everything. And I go, what do you mean? And he's like, look at this text. And it was like, there was maybe one full word in there. And that word was I. Yeah. It was like, like words you couldn't abbreviate at all were in there. But everything else was like, yeah, I like totes, nev, go. Like, it's just like, and I was like, what the fuck? It takes more time to like, to figure out. Because that, your yeah. phone is like, what is this? You have to save this word now? Right. <laughs> nev, my nev is your what? <laughs> right, right. And then you have to spend time with someone like that in real life. Yeah, he said she does it in real life too. And I was like, yeah, you can't be with that. Uh, that's obnoxious. Yeah, I'm not a big text guy. I'll do the talk thing. And I mean, I, I have a joke where it's just like, you, you talk. It's just like, what's worse, uh, texting and driving or proofreading and driving? Yeah. And even if it's misspelled or not what I want, I still send it. It's just like, ah, they, they get it. They, yeah. they're, they're close enough. But I'm never a totes guy. I like emoticons or emojis. Those are funny. That's great when girls keep talking to you. Yeah. You be like, all right, smiley face. Like, yeah. take that however way you want and deal with. You know, they got a shit pile. They got like a shit. Yeah, the shit pile with eyes on yeah. it. Yeah. Shit. One of my favorite is just the American flag. For any reason, I'll just tend. If like I'm thinking about someone, I'll text them the American flag. Just like yeah, you the text troops guys. <laughs> I think, I think just in case the NSA is like, on the phone, they're like, oh, let's not audit this guy. <laughs> this guy just sends people the American flag every day. <laughs> you could do the, uh, the guy in the turban, you could do a bomb, and then you could do the American flag. Right. <laughs> Send that, and then the NSA will definitely be, yeah. definitely be on your back. Yeah. But then do like the shit with eyes after. They're like, what, is this a joke? <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> shit eyes makes everything funny. And then thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. And applause. American flag, shit, thumbs up, register trademark. When you go to Oregon, we're going to talk shit about you. No, I, I think Adam's going to go, you're going to go with me? Yeah, I'll go. Oh, and I guess you can say, I'll, 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 I'll order it. Um, They'll bring it out to us. Do you need my credit card for mine? No, it's on me. All right. Yeah, can we do this like it. twice a week? Yes. Can you, <laughs> can you do like an intermission song? By the, oh by like the fifth one, I'm just eating the whole time. Like, so Jeff, I'm like, yo, man, what's that? This is Jeff's time. <laughs> kind of got into Jeff's I'm time. off the diet. I don't want to do it again. Uh, no, it's been. I'll have a full chicken. Yeah. I'll have a full chicken. This family dinner looks really good. <laughs> I think I'll just. All right, Matt Knudsen's podcast. Jeff Keith checking his Facebook and Twitter. It's so weird. He just leaves me to fucking carry this podcast while he goes and orders. I think he probably thinks I'm not going to be talking and that he's just going to edit it out at this point. But that's not going to happen. Knudsen's a really nice guy. It's cool that you guys listen to his podcast. Who does listen, by the way? Make sure to hit me up on Twitter at Jeff Keith. G-E-O-F-F-K-E-I-T-H and say, heard you on Matt Knudsen's podcast. That way I know how worth my time this was, which is a joke because I love Matt. So I would do this even if no one's listening, even if Matt said, I just want to talk to you, Jeff, and record it and then buy you lunch. I'd be okay with that too. All right. Now to pitch my Twitter, I think it'd be good if I just read some tweets that I wrote recently, half-acidly, that uh, might be funny. Okay, let's see. A few more tweets. Uh, 
This is a tweet I did 21 hours ago. Every Facebook post. Hey guys, me, 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 me. Fuck my haters. Some people can't handle my honesty. I have a lot of that on uh, my Facebook because I have a lot of college kids who are my fans, I guess. So that makes sense to me. Here's one that got a lot of favorites. So sick of high gas prices. Can't wait until Bush is out of office. So, you know, it's just a little, little sample uh, what I do on Twitter. I think it's really great. Oh, here's, I was at this uh, charity event. Oh, I'm like pitching my Twitter to his fans. I'm just reading my tweets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> read them the news so that they know what's going on. <laughs> Guy, okay, so I was at this charity event. I have a green suit that I wore. It's not like fucking bright green, so this guy, whatever. So, of course, you guys had to say something. Oh, Matt's back, okay. Are you having some rambling monologue? Yeah, I thought that you would uh, just probably edit that out, whatever, but I took that time to fill up, uh, you know, so I was pitching my Twitter right. <laughs> to your people. I think you could just give me a follow. And reading some of my tweets, you know. Right. Great. Some people just say follow me. I right. want to give them what I do. Give them the so reason. So they can go, no, I'm not going to follow right. that. I'm going to pass. <laughs> Definitely not. For the record, I retweet Thanks. several funny people. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> once I see a good Andy Kindler tweet, I am sending it to my peeps. I'm going to bring it. And uh, for the record, Adam did say no crutes. Yeah. Oh, he did? So no crutes. No crutes. Nice. Can't wait for the smoking audition. Yeah, do you have I, like, I just like when they put something in the audition thing like have them come with their own individual style that just leaves it wide open for me to just show up and be like yeah individual style and they're like you don't have pants you know hacky joke <laughs> why aren't you wearing pants I like jokes it's like my that. style <laughs> well, I don't know why my pants were off <laughs> don't you hate it when you're the person driving you is drunk and you're like mom those are my fucking new talk about Zip, zip, Misdirection. It's my favorite kind of direction. Misdirection? Misdirection. Who's that guy? I remember a story about you. Some guy, like, stole your act and did it on, like, Australian television. It's coming up a lot again lately. Oh, really? People keep bringing it up to me. Yeah. Yeah. I did my joke on Australia's Got Talent in 2011. But it's weird. Like, if everyone brought it up when it happened, comics, and then now, like, seriously, like, I'm not saying that anymore. Right. Like four comics in the last week or so have been like, hey, I just like saw that thing, and I'm like, is it like re-released? No, there's like so much internet to go through. They just finally got it. That's yeah. true. I was going through some, a lot of the internet, and I just got to it. Comics just are right so like it's so weird. Comics really had my back. They were like, fuck that guy, man. And I was like, I don't. I don't How did you take it? Were you flattered? Or were I you like, told oh, you what happened. I was flattered in Australia. I was high. And I came home, and then I saw on Twitter somebody wrote, uh, the comic JP ripped off is on Twitter. And I was like, hi, sitting at my place, and I lived with my brother at the time, and I just go, I got ripped off? Like, I didn't even think comedy. I, like, checked my pockets for, like, my money. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody fucking robbed me, and people on Twitter know about it? So then I just, like, wrote back, who is JP, and how did he or she rip me off? And then they sent me this video of the guy on Australia's Got Talent doing my shit. And I just go, I was watching it. He's at a huge theater, it's on TV. And I go, Dave, my brother. And I go, Dave, this guy in Australia is doing my joke on TV. And it's crushing. Yeah. <laughs> He's killing. <laughs> you check your calendar, try and book some Australia dates. <laughs> no, seriously. Then like right at, like 15 minutes later, because like Australia is like their morning already or something. So 15 minutes later, I started getting hit up by all these people from Australia that were just like, from the news and everything, and they're like, hey, like, what's your email? We want to do an interview. And I did all these interviews. Hi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they were like, we'll send you the link when it's up. I'm like, all right. And I, I remember thinking, like, I didn't want to come off angry. I just came off like, oh, whatever, the guy's an idiot. But, like, I wasn't, like, mad, you know? Right. I was kind of like, whatever. Like, I don't really do that joke anymore, and he's a loser for stealing the joke, but whatever. And he stole another guy's joke, too. Like, his act was, like, my joke, and then he did this guy Lee Mack's joke, who's a British comedian. Right. Who I think is, like, way more popular in England than I am here. Right. And, uh... 
yeah, so the guy had a great set. That's <laughs> right. But then, like, they were, they, I remember they asked me, like, oh, do you think you should be allowed in a competition? And I was like, I thought it was, I was trying to be funny, but I didn't know how it was coming off. And I go, yeah, I mean, like, you can sing or dance or something, because it's like a variety competition, right. but not doing comedy. But then when I heard it back, when they showed me, like, the television thing, I was like, if you can sing or dance, and I was like, oh. That's on me. Yeah, it sounded, like, really angry. That's a, there's no context in the printed word. Be it like an email or news, you just, you never can tell the tone behind. It was my voice. My voice sounded oh, differently than I thought. Oh, you were verbally it was, Yeah, it was like a TV thing where they would put up pictures of me. I understand. Like while I was talking, and yeah. it was like this, I don't know. And then that guy kept reaching out to me, and he reached out to me like a couple of weeks ago, or like a month ago again. Hey, so got any good material? No, he was just like, it's weird, like. <laughs> got any good stuff? What do you got? He had some guy, I remember after it happened, Email me on Facebook pretending that they weren't friends. And the guy was like, hey, I like have no stake in this and I don't know. I don't want to say the guy's name because I don't like giving him any publicity. He's like, I don't know. But he's like, I'm just really intrigued by the story and like, I heard he's coming to America. I'm like, that'd be cool if you guys met. And I'm just like, yeah, right, dude. Why? This is clearly that guy. That guy I heard is like, he just tries to do anything to get famous. Like, he, he tries to like reality TV, like anything he can do. Like, he tries to sing and all this stuff. So he just clearly was trying to like shoot like a documentary and he wanted to meet me and like film like me. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not, I'm, like, I don't care at all to meet him. You know, I said to the guy, I go, I know you guys are buddies. This is very easy to read. <laughs> and I was like, I wish you both the best. <laughs> like, you want to film that? No hard feelings. It's water under the bridge, yeah. guys. It's all other ways to get famous. Yeah, steal like a more famous guy's material and more people would have known about it. <laughs> they do Louis C.K. stuff. You get pretty famous like going on a mass murder thing too. Yeah. He's not too far from that. Huh? Terrible. Dude, I think people keep doing that because the news always fucking says their names and stuff. They say it nonstop. So people that have like already had that like, weird dementia thing are like, well, I'm at the end of my rope and like everyone will know who I am if yeah. I do this. Just so don't tell us who it is. Just be like, psychopath. Yeah, we know who it is. But we're not going to say his name because he's not going to be famous. I couldn't agree more. I mean, the if anything, cycle the victims and their families. Yeah. Pro profile them. Yeah, yeah. That's more real than like seeing it. Guys, hey. Because now I'm desensitized to it. Ah, yeah. Well, but. But I never, I don't see any of the fallout. Sure. Why do I have two pieces of bread and you have none? Um, I told him to give uh, you my bread. Fuck me no, take, this, take this pita off my plate. He's <laughs> on a diet. Give him extra pita. Tease him. There's just like a big thing of butter at the bottom of my salad. Flour. <laughs> this tastes delicious. My abs. Oh my abs. Do you want to get forks or do they just yeah, yeah. need forks? They bring them out. Oh, I don't you can have my pita. Oh, okay, that's great. Thanks. Good-looking salad there, Hammer. Yeah, this one's tasty. Yeah. It's got the whole uh, avocado on top. Yeah. Avocado, feta, pasta, which is a weird thing to put in a salad. Okay. Extra broccoli, green onions. Really good. Yeah. It looks like something that would be at like a, a, a church uh, picnic. You know, with the pasta salad twisted yeah, it's, in and the whole... It's something that would wilt because everybody would go straight for the fried chicken. True. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yes, Do you need anything else besides the salad? Just a fork. Just, Just a fork. face dive into lettuce. <laughs> Just slam my head. Give me a soup. Give me a soup scoop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Coming to America. It's come full circle. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, th I was thinking about it when you guys were walking up. Um, Adam and I did this contest, Orange County's Funniest Person Contest. And yeah, and you were the winner of the one before, so you came and did like the set from, uh, before the competition. Was it a host or something? No, I think he came back as like the guy who was like, he's oh, yeah. last year's winner, Jackie. Hey, look at how far Adam, it's come. Melody. I remember that. Was there. I remember that. I just went down there. Actually, the only reason I entered it is because my parents live in Huntington Beach. And they can never, like, they don't come up to Los Angeles for comedy shows. So I was like, oh, here's a comedy show where I can actually go and they yeah. can drive 15 minutes instead of 
and like I used to have shows in like good venues, and then like it deteriorated into like wasn't it like a, like a laundromat at some point or something yeah, like, like, like the, the back of a furniture store. Like, yeah, the back end of like an accountant's office or something. <laughs> So uh, where are the, what about the bad shows? You guys have just been listing all the good ones. So. Wow. Oh, you used to have good shows. I mean, you had that Laundromat one, the no, Back of the Accountant. No, you said like a Martini Blue. I know, like, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, that's the sweet gig. I did something in the back of a furniture show at a store, and like the opening was like a, a dirty puppet show. It was like puppets talking about graphic sex, and you're like, and now... Yeah. Why do people think, I don't know why people think like you can just put stand-up comedy in any setting and it's like a great idea. If somebody started an open mic in a laundromat one time and now everybody's trying to like one-up each other, there's plenty of bars. Yeah. I don't even like doing stand-up at coffee shops. I hate that. No one's there for the comedy. No. Well, I feel like I'm ambushing them. <laughs> yeah, they're all like writing. They're either writing a book or reading a book. When <laughs> you just show up and they're like, and in the comics, I remember when I was talking to so many comics, the blender would go off and someone ordered something. That's a business. Yeah. And the comics would be like, hey, can we keep it the fuck down behind the counter? And the people were like, it's Saturday night and I hang out at coffee shops. Like, I don't want this. Right. I know that comedy clubs exist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in New York and I remember like, I had to bark to get stage time on this show, but it was at a pizza parlor. But it wasn't like a pizza parlor, like, here's your, you know, here's your pizza. It was like a slice place with like four mica tables and like tile floors. Uh, yeah. And a guy just brought like a little car cam speaker that with the handle that you like set down and the microphone. And people were just like trying to eat their pizza. Like some guy, there was no stage, there was not, no lighting. And this guy was like aggressively like, hey, keep it down. Just like, dude, I'm, I want to eat my $2 slice of pizza and talk to my friend. Yeah. Get off my fucking dick. You know? Yeah. You got to know, like, you came to them. You didn't come to you at all. Yeah. They Did you do that care. show that me and Taco made a long time ago with the KB mic? At, I think it was Dario's and, like, Ascension. I remember it because it was literally a KB mic. Like, you hold the mic and it weighed two ounces, maybe. It was so <laughs> hollow and shitty. It had a cord that didn't reach to where the spotlight was. Oh, wow. So nice. everyone's like, their shoulders in the light and nothing, because they can't, because the cord <laughs> was attached to the speaker. And then like the only table was like this table of like really religious people. And then I think like my cousin and my uncle showed up to the show or something. It was like when my cousin got out of prison and he's like, oh, I heard you're gonna be here. And like, that's the show you came to. And I was like, these aren't like all the shows. Right. <laughs> and Mark like offended the, the really like Christian ladies that were sitting at the table. That usually doesn't take much. No. We're the whole crowd. Yeah. I remember doing a show, it was like in a karaoke uh, machine. They were like, that was the amp that was broadcasting it to the room. But they had some kind of filter on it where it like kind of made your voice a little bit weird. <laughs> but they didn't have, the other side was broken. <laughs> so you're just like telling your jokes and it's kind of like digitally, yeah, <laughs> pixelated kind of a thing. And you're like, oh. And I had to drive up to Santa Barbara to do it. That was one of the things you're like, huh. I was telling him that this guy from the Philippines that I was trying to tell you in the car, I did like what, I had these guys filming me doing like stupid stuff, but like one of the things I did, I went up and did like what Filipinos consider stand-up. Uh-huh. And what they, what their stand-up is, first of all, like all the comics for the most, I didn't see anyone that was straight, they're all like flaming gay, like flamboyantly gay, yeah. right? And they're all really good singers. Wow. Like very good singers. So like the comedy clubs are like comedy and karaoke bars. <laughs> so like they, and they don't really do material. I mean, I don't know. They were all speaking in Tagalog the whole time. But they just come up, they kind of like mess with the crowd. Where are you from, sir? You know, whatever. And then they like, blah, 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 blah. Like all this stuff I don't understand. People are laughing. It's a lot of like games. Like, oh, you're right. going to dig in your mouth. Keep doing the accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then they, they, I went on stage and, uh, which my but my buddy, his girlfriend apparently hooked it up because like her friends performed. But like anybody could have gone on stage. That's everybody now. It's like, oh, do you want to come up and sing? And then they like mess right. with you. Maybe they let me stay up there longer because they, you know, this guy's friend of a friend or whatever. So I get up there and it's just like them speaking in Tagalog and uh, like this transvestite kept trying to touch my dick and, and did like yeah. five times. It got to a point where it's like, like there's, I was, I'm gonna put it away if you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't, have, she didn't have to do it with her mouth, you know? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> reach with your head. 
But so anyway, so I'm up there like bantering with him, and I got like really good footage because like a lot of it was me just saying stuff that nobody understood, which I liked because it was like that fish out of our thing. Right. And I did get a couple like big laughs somehow, like just off what they said when they would go into English and I would say something in the bar, barely spoke English. And then so when that was all done, I'm all happy. I got like oh, I got the footage I needed. This is gonna cut together well. Love it. And then they go, all right, like now you sing. And they know that I'm like an American comedian, but they don't know that American comedy is not the same as theirs. So they expect me to be a good singer. So in English, I go, oh, I'm a really bad singer, like into the mic. The whole bar is like, I don't understand what that guy just said. And I go, I'm bad at singing. Like, I'm not a good singer. This is going to be bad. I feel a song coming up. Exactly. So then I sing, and I'm terrible. Like, I'm not a good singer at all. And uh, the look on the comic's faces of just like, this guy's a comic? Right. He can't sing at all. Suffer, <laughs> <laughs> comic. And then, like when I was done with the whole thing, I shook the guy's hand. What's like, next? A magician that can't juggle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I go, bullshit. I go, hey man, thanks. This is a lot of fun. And then he was like, yeah. He goes, so you do, do comedy in Los Angeles? And I go, yeah, like all over the United States, you know, Canada. And he goes, he had this look of bewilderment on his face. Yeah. And then he goes, but. You don't sing there? They don't sing? And I go, no, 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 see, we have singers. They right. sing. Right. And then we have comedians. And he was just like, oh. Like, you can tell this guy like was in his head like, this guy fucking sucks at comedy. Wow. <laughs> Did he pat you on the back as if it's to say, like, Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was Let me know how it works out, buddy. With his face, he did. He gave wow. me a, You're going to not make it anywhere. It's like Sorry. a make, make a wish situation. So it's so novel that there's, first of all, there's a straight man doing stand-up comedy. Like, okay, yeah. well, that, that in and of itself. And he doesn't sing? <laughs> <laughs> and he told me, he goes, here we sing. And I go, no, I know. I've been here for four hours hating life. Now see what you guys do. That's why there's not a lot of international crossover coming <laughs> this way. Right. They were really good singers, though. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, there's a big government coup in Thailand right now. Yeah. Yeah, the government, like the military overthrew the government. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Probably that happens every six years or so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What was the last one in Burma? Myanmar. Uh, Burma yeah. became Myanmar. Yeah. Well, fortunately, they have a strong comedic voice in the country that can shine a light on their their problems. When I was in Thailand, I thought they were less controlled by the military. Because guys with like it's like kind of like know. Israel, where they have like guys with like uh, the assault rifles like mm -hmm. on their or the big rifles on their you know in the mall. Oh yeah, and I remember Thailand too. Not this time, but like a couple years ago. And it was funny because there's a picture of the king everywhere, but I didn't know he's the king. He just looked like an Asian with glasses. Michael like, Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> or Elvis? <laughs> it's just this Asian guy with glasses, and he's fucking wearing like all this crazy stuff. It looked like an accountant that was like dressed up for like a party or something. And I said like to the people that were showing us around, I was like disaster day fans showing me an Ian around. Yeah. So they go, I go, I go, who the fuck is that guy? It's pictures everywhere, like huge pictures, like at the mall everywhere. And they go, that's the king. And they go, and I go, oh, and they go, if you're caught saying something bad about him, they put you in prison. Wow. And I go, good looking guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good looking king. Because <laughs> I was like right near these military dudes with rifles. That is something about going internationally. There's like a police presence here in America, and you see that, but like you go somewhere where they like, a friend of mine got married in Colombia. And they had to hire a security detail oh, yeah. of like gorillas that patrolled their, you know, the compound that they got married on with machine guns and jeeps, and they're just like they're hold, they're holding it down. You can get kidnapped if you go down there. Absolutely, absolutely. Did they have a marijuana farm at the wedding? Or? <laughs> they're also pushing like a hundred million dollars in drugs. <laughs> right. No, they're cocaine people. They're cocaine folks. Why did they get married? Wedding just was made out of cocaine. Where do you hire the gorillas? Is there like a website? Like yeah, hey. the airport. Uh -huh. you just ask a cab driver. Right. I think they have a stand, you know, with like white water rafting, you know, zipline, <laughs> gorillas. You can you can hire them from there. Like, do they know that going into it, or do they get there and people are like, you're not gonna have the wedding without? Like, I think it was. I think it was part of the deal. No, you need it. Yeah. I got married in Costa Rica, and there was no police presence there. Really? I don't know. Really got married in Costa Rica. That's cool. Yeah. We got married in Costa Rica, and like the night, 
got there a couple days early, and uh, like the second day in, we were like, hey, we should do some cocaine. <laughs> so we went to a uh, cab driver, said, where do you get the cocaine from? And he said, anybody with dreads. He said, my pocket? And then, <laughs> yeah. So then he was like, he was like, let me help you, I'll come show you the guy, and he did like a little meet and greet thing. Cocaine guy was super friendly, very like uh, accommodating, and he was just like, oh yeah, hey, here we go. Out in the open, out in public, the cab driver stuck around, you guys, you guys good? Had us on our back, he said, have, have a fun time. Pura Vida? Pura Vida? Yeah, Everyone Pura, Pura Vida. Pura Vida. Was it like uh, good prices? I don't was, know how much uh, cocaine costs. Yeah, it was good prices, but it was just, it was like the friendliest drug exchange with no like, Oh, we're doing something shady here. It was just like, oh, hey. Like, I could have, like, looked it up on Craigslist and been like, yeah, buy your dog crate. See, nothing wrong with that. Bring over the, sure, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Where'd you guys get married? The Tamarindo. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I backpacked Central America for about three months uh, back in the day. Yeah. So I hung out in Costa Rica and Panama. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Makes you want to be an expat somewhere, you know. That's where, like, you can go down there and live like you saved money your whole life, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I have $120,000 and, you know, 18 years to live. Exactly. That's what you do. I see a lot of those people. I could have bought real estate down there. For like ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah. But at the time, it was good movies. It may as well have been a million bucks. You know, when you don't have it. You don't have it. You can buy real estate in Detroit right now <laughs> for four thousand dollars. Yeah. Comes with the house and two cars. Yeah. I've been out to Detroit. That's pretty depressed. Oh, it's pretty a depressing, depressing city. Yeah, I did an episode of Detroit 187, a Michael Imperioli show. Yeah. That was ABC. And they shot it all in Detroit. And I think their pitch was like, hey, it's a Detroit based show. It's shot in Detroit. A lot of like old UAW auto workers, union guys were like the Teamsters, and they were all worked on set and stuff. They really, you know, they did it right and they got all the tax breaks and everything, but. It would have done another season, but all the gear got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> all the crew got murdered. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There was like a, they had this big downtown area with an MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. And then I didn't do this, but like there's a tunnel and a bridge, and it, it, people drive to Canada and like drive to Canada from under Detroit. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I feel like Detroit, every time I'm there, it's like, I see, like, almost every car has that, like, sunken trunk. I said that when I was on stage, I go, why? I go, you guys fucking, like, there's bodies in everybody's trunk? Like, every car has that, like, what is that, like, it's, it's, like, like, a shocks went out or something? Yeah, like, the back, it's, like, just tilted back, like, there's a lot of shit in the trunk. Right. That's why they had the recall. <laughs> you got the sunk trunk recall. Right. We're fixing sunk trunks. Fixing sunk trunks. <laughs> Come get a trunk lift. When you see like too many cars that have that, I'm like, this is a bad area. A sunken trunk. People look for different signs, that's my thing. I see a sunken trunk, I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of this place. Yeah, this is not where I need to be right now. They have a lot of uh, uh, police monitoring anklets. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I think like in high school that was on house arrest. They had the thing, and then in a basketball game, he just like put it over, you know, sock over it. <laughs> People were asking his mom, like, what's on Alex's ankle? And then it's clearly like a fucking house arrest thing. And then she goes, it's his lucky pack of cards he puts in his sock before the game. <laughs> then he just started doing it as soon as he got arrested. <laughs> he just really got into this lucky pack of cards in the sock. Ever since the arrest. That's Alex's lucky uh, police break. <laughs> no, that's the way been to Detroit. I've been to Cleveland. That city sucks too. Yeah. Drive down. Where are your listeners from? Cleveland, <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, big, yeah, Cleveland, big, yeah, big fans there. You were in Cleveland and what you were doing? Spots or hanging out? Or? Yeah, no, I did hilarities there and uh, we oh, went on a tour. That was amazing. Oh, like the MC that was uh, guiding us around that week, he uh, like there's there's like the downtown Cleveland. 
and then the and then you drive through a neighborhood that just looks like the apocalypse happened, and wow. then there's like an up and coming like hipstery type part of town. So we kind of drive through that part, and it was like these amazing mansions that were like just boarded up and porches falling on themselves and no like glass in any of the windows but they were like they looked like these gigantic like seven bedroom homes just like entire blocks of just nothing perfect places to like squat and then like Drew Carey's place yeah Cleveland rocks we found it to go film in those parts of town and just redo Drew Carey's opening <laughs> but it's all like fucking crackheads and Porsches falling down. They were doing something that was like a, um, I think it was Detroit. They were having like a zombie apocalypse wasteland theme park yeah, yeah, yeah. where they just went through the old houses and like. Well, they just put a gate up around the town. Yeah, they just charged <laughs> <just, they> <laughs> you admission. That'll be 1850. Yeah. Wait, what? That's my old house. I just need to get some things out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. No, I, I haven't toured as much as I as I used to. Just the past couple of few years. We well, selected like dates, stuff, right? Yeah, packing stuff, festivals, because you, know. you can actually have like three or four days and do five shows in five different venues, and then also hang out with people, and you know. Just... Yeah. What was the last festival you did? <laughs> um, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City Comedy Festival. And um, I'm doing High Plains Comedy Festival in Denver. In, uh, Denver in Utah August. are like so nice. It seems fake. They're like pretty really amazing. over the top nice. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. Like KFC, I remember when I was first in Utah, I was like, hey, welcome to KFC. Like, how's it going to be? Like, can I just do this? I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, yeah. dude, I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> At KFC? I was really... You should be on your phone until I demand <laughs> that you get off it and take my order, you know? And then act annoyed that I bother you. <laughs> how we do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so nice. And then we're like, oh, we don't know what we're on yet. He's like, oh, I totally take your time. Like, just let me know. I'll be right here. Yeah. My name's Jeff. Yeah, he just kept staring at us like all happy and I'm like, you're not even going to like break eye contact? <laughs> yeah, no, they were really nice to me. Like, I was a festival headliner and, you know, name on the tickets and all that stuff and the radio stuff and the guy who ran it picked me up at the airport and there was a he was just like really like happy that yeah. I was there and stoked. He's like, "This is gonna be so great!" And I had a really good time, and it, it was very beneficial. One, it was fun to do the festival and meet all these people, and I was about to record my album, so I needed the time. I needed the spots to because you can't do an hour in town. It's just not humanly possible. No, there's a laundromat that I know about. You can do. Huntington Beach. <laughs> Furniture stores. Yeah. yeah. You just have to follow a dirty puppet show. You're in. Mm-hmm. What'd you do your album? I recorded it at the Improv. Yeah. And Melrose? Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the Hollywood Improv. So. I was very happy with how it all shook out. It was really fun. You guys working on albums or late night spots or? Trying to work on a late night spot. My album when I released my third one. Catch cool. it between your cheeks. Catch it between your cheeks. It's a lot between your cheeks. Cool. It sounds like butt butt. Yeah, I kind of also. There's definitely some double entendre in there. No. No. You playing Monday night? Uh, we're, in we're, in a, we're in a basketball league. I've been in it for a couple years. Oh, a couple really? Seasons, but I, I might play with uh, Mike Soteric, who's asking me to play with his team. But my leg has been all messed up. But then, uh, I hear this crap. Yeah. I'm the guy that ruins it for him. I ruin it for him. Right. So it's a playoff game. We can use you. And I'm like, oh, my back is like wrecked. Oh, really? <laughs> my back is. I've had a back problem since like college or high school. And then, That's but then my sciatic nerve like last couple months. I'm like an old man. Like I literally, at one point, like a month ago, I was on the ground trying to take my shoes off like at my place by myself like this is like life alert commercial shit right. and, and I'm not that old when you're an old man you do complain about your sciatic yeah my like, sciatic like, standing up sitting down like I couldn't cause I was on, and then it kept getting worse because I was not sitting on planes I still had like some date stuff that I had to do a lot of flying and I would sit on planes and I would sit in a car for hours driving it was terrible 
get like if you there's like some kind of wedge that I have in my car. It goes between your lower back and the seat. Kind of fills in that gap that normally would like. like I've had back problems for years, and it like really helps. I'm fucking old, are we? Remember, Kind of rubbing your good back in our face. Uh, yeah. It's kind of bullshit. Like yoga. Right. Oh, wow. Let me get this straight. You live in Los Angeles and do yoga? Yeah, I do. And smoke, drinks, great back. Yeah. <laughs> I smoke. I do. What I don't do is play basketball. Eat red meat. <laughs> what I might do is uh, maybe I can come to the league and like, be a coach. Sure. I go walk the sideline. Good hustle, guys. Yeah. Good hustle. Uh, Sandy Danto did that. Yeah, he did. For the improv team. Because yeah. uh, there's 10 teams and they're all stand up comedians. And, we don't uh, want like agents. Oh, I take that back. There's one, uh, agents and managers are called, the, they're called the corporate sellouts. And, uh, uh, no. You can't even joke around. No, they're not very funny. I can't stand people you can't I guess that's why they playing uh, basketball at this age, at this point. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to make it. No. no one's getting paid for this. To fucking get the weird shit out of here with, like, the attitude. Right. We're playing pickup basketball. We're in a men's league and we're all in our 30s and some 40s, you know. Let's all, let's relax. Um, we all have bad backs. <laughs> we all have bad backs. Oh, so let's back it up. I like the guys who've been there complaining, like, dude, these refs suck. I'm like, yeah, man, this isn't the NBA, and the refs suck in the NBA. <laughs> I go, like, this is the men's league. Right. We're in the community men's league. You right. think these are the best refs in the <laughs> world? <laughs> it's like going to McDonald's and being like, what is with this shit? Yeah. Food. I paid $3. You missed the call. This is, yeah. I mean it. There's just... Any type of expectation of just like, oh, we need to have this, uh, the, the best reps and the best. It's two 20 minute halves. Once they start the clock, they don't stop the clock until 20 minutes has elapsed. Yeah. No Team time. field goal percentages are 17 and 18% <laughs> respectively, <laughs> and you want the rest to be on top of it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Best players four for nineteen at this point. <laughs> like, These refs need to get their shit. Together. I didn't realize what a poor free throw shooter I was until no, I that'll played happen, basketball. Man. You know, I used to be great when I played basketball. Like, I, like in college, I shot like over eighty percent. High school, I shot like eighty-five, eighty percent. Wow. But then, like, that was like like practice all the time. So, like, when I would play in that community league, some games. I remember one game I shot like seventeen free throws, I mean like fifteen. But then, like, in the three other games, I was like. Four for ten, and I'm like, my dad kill me. Like, all, like every time I miss, I'd be like, my dad beat. Was he the coach or something? No, but he was just like he knew when I was playing. I'd like he'd go, how'd your game go? And I'd be like, I missed like six free throws. And that's just like that would never happen back in the day. Sacrilege, sacrilege. Yeah. That's big on like free throws. Free. There's no reason to ever miss. <laughs> ever. That's one thing that's always maintained. Like they, we didn't have a free throw line. I, they hit free throw line, but not a three point line. All those stats will change, but um, it's always been 15 feet away from the basket. It's always been, you know. Did you play basketball growing up too? I didn't. Uh, I play at Venice Beach. Like once a week, I'll go down there and you know run a few games. Oh, okay. There's also I don't know if you know. There's a Saturday game at one o'clock. That's oh, just the outdoor. Guys. I can't do yeah. outdoors. Wrecks my back. I used to play with those guys. You still play at that middle school or something? We got run off by the cops, oh, really? so we found a new place. Until we were run off by another, another set of cops. Yeah. Venice Beach, I went with my buddies when we were in high school, and like the main court sometimes on like the weekends, like it's like really intense. Right. There's this one like guy buff, they call him buff, he's like super buff, you know? Yeah. Pretty creative nickname. And he goes, uh, and so this guy like, me and my buddy Joe, my buddy Sean, we're supposed to be on next, but of course like these guys are like radios and they're trying to like fuck us over because we're just kids. So then, like, we like step up, like we're next, and then, like these people trying to step in front of us, and this guy Buff, I think his real name is Lou. He goes, no, he goes, fuck that shit, fuck that. He goes, these motherfuckers are on. They've been waiting. I'm sick of these guys getting fucked over. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And he goes, all right, they're on. And he goes, that's right. And I'm with them. <laughs> he just wanted to get on the court. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna tell the guy no. So we're like, yeah, dude, you play with us. <laughs> Come on, Lou. It was so funny. We're like, this guy's so nice for having our back. And then we realized he had an agenda. Right. <laughs> Classic Hollywood story, <laughs> you know. I'm really gonna get behind these guys because it benefits me. Oh, okay, great. But he probably had like three more games to wait. So he was like, I'm just gonna get all these little guys. Yeah. Demand the ball. 
I'll give it handed. Post it up. I usually just play half court. It's like three on three, half court. I run the full court occasionally, but it's not as fun. Because usually you just... Arguments. Arguments, yeah. and you just run the full length of the court to watch somebody jack up an ill-advised three. And you're just like, oh, yeah. all right, you have two people open. You're being covered by three people. Yeah. You don't need to do but that's it. all better, dude. If they, make, if, if they make it, they're a hero. Yeah, it's like, I hate those guys. The follow-away 28-footer. You're like, um... I think we have a higher percentage play. And then they'll finally give you the ball and you'll miss. It'll go like in and out and then they'll cuss at you. The guy that took like the last 10 shots. You'll be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And you're like, I don't know, it's the first time I felt the basketball in about a day. Because I showed up and you immediately took my ball, started warming up with it. Then we started playing and you wouldn't give it to me. That's why I quit playing pickup basketball. Because people were always pissed about my 28 foot fall away. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh. like, you know what? I guess team sports aren't for me. Yeah. <laughs> I give you the ball and you miss. <laughs> I tried to focus more on my drinking and smoking cigarettes. I have got that down. That's more of like a solo activity. But uh, I could really power through some cigarettes and some beers. <laughs> Lifting 16 ounces at a time, man. Yeah. Good exercise. No practice required. No. No uniform. Well, you gotta build up a tolerance. Right. There is stamina that's involved. Sure. Yeah. Keep you thin. That's why all the models smoke. All right. I got a 425 thing. Hey. Is it okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, let's get out. No, no, let's get out of here. Lunch is over. This is uh, super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Shake hands. And, yeah. Uh, add, so much, add Adam man. Hammer, add Jeff Key. Is that your Twitter? On Twitter? Do you have the dot com thing too? Yeah, jeffkeith.com. It's very updated. Adamhammer.com. Jeffkeith.biz. Put the blog up, I think it was in October. Cool. Thanks again, guys. All right, everyone, that was it. That was episode 36. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had as good a time, if not better, a time than I did. Make sure and find Jeff Keith and Adam Hammer online. Uh, Support what they're getting into. Artists are able to sustain a career because they have support from fans and well-wishers and champions, really. So... A high tide raises all the boats, so do that for Jeff Keith and Adam Hammer and, um, dare I say, Matt Knudsen. Find us all online. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. New episodes come out every Saturday. We will see you back here next Saturday with a brand spanking new episode of Grabbing Lunch. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night.